This is Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night show. On the line with us right now is Charlie Gasparino. He's a journalist. He's a He's, uh, he's one great guy. He's one smart guy. And he knows about it. But to, to carry on the conversation we had with Bill O'Reilly uh, about the safety in the streets and about uh, Governor Hoko and the power of the mayor that we talked about. Can uh, Zeldin, if he was governor, can he declare a national uh, no. a, a, a state, state emergency? emergency? He can state emergency, a criminal state of emergency, and suspend and suspend all those Crazy and piece of legislation. Can they Passed override him? Listen, that could be litigated. In the meantime, he, sh- he said he's going to do it, and he should do it. And we'll so he can him. do it. He can do it, and we'll and find the, out what happens. And, and, and the state senate and, and state assembly can't override him. They would have to go to court. That's right. So somebody, somebody who has so-called standing would have to go in and sue on that and say he was beyond now, his authority. Now, no. uh, the ahead. way they can get over that is uh, the, the, uh, the other uh, sup- uh, Justice that left the appeals court. What was her name? The Fiore you're talking about? The Fiore. Jonathan Fiore is chief I judge. I understand said. that she was a, a good, smart lady and she did the right thing for New York. Right. Uh, if they chased her out. They chased her out. So and, and guess the, what? You know what they're if, trying to do? What? They're trying to push in. The left wing is already trying to push in a so-called progressive as a new chief judge. So guess what's going to happen to this state when you have a, an ideological left wing court? The, the, whatever the legislature crap. does, whatever the legislature does, they can outvote. They can outvote Zeldin if they say it's unconstitutional. Then they win. Oh, yeah, the court is the highest voice. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And let me ask you one last question, Judge Weinberg. Here in New York City, the NYPD, the cops do not have qualified immunity. If the co- city council took it away from them, right? Yeah. Well, let's go. We're not going to. We're not in that discussion right now. We got Mr. Gasparino on, who's going to tell us what the heck is going on, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? We forgot Charlie Gasparino. Well, I was just sitting here listening to you guys talk about Lee Zeldin like he's already governor. I I mean, you know, you're listening. If he was governor. (laughs) Yes, I know. Uh, By the way, he could also, couldn't he also fire Bragg? Yes, that he can do. That he can do for sure. He can suspend him and put him into a hearing. Can the governor replace the mayor? Uh, yes, 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 but yes. nobody's ever done that. Yes. Uh, Roosevelt Except for, what was his name? Roosevelt the guy Jimmy Walker. Left, Jimmy, left Walker. A few, Jimmy Walker Jimmy left, Walker. took right. the Queen Elizabeth right. Right. All over to England, and they never found him again with a few million dollars in cash. That's right. The right. Seabury right. hearings. Right. The sea, right. Judge Seabury right. hearings. Right. right. Well, you know, listen, here's what I would say, because I talk to the business community every day. They, you know, they nominally like Kathy Hochul. They've given her a lot. We all like her. But but they but they would like somebody with a strong hand to come in and fix the the crime and the business uh, uh, situation here in the city. And you know you don't have to really do it with by by like you know going out there and, and you know the governor doesn't have to go out there and do a massive tax cut. I mean he just has to get the state back in order. I mean loosen up regulations, start drilling upstate. By the way, we could we could be a fracking mecca, New York, up, upstate New York, which is right now incredibly depressed, as you know. Uh, it, it'd be nice if the state was something more than just the finance industry, which by the way can pick up and leave anytime they want because of you know technology. You know Goldman Sachs can operate just as profitably in Florida as it can here. And I'm not saying they're moving to Florida, but you understand what I'm saying. So uh, a lot of this has to do with making sure people are safe in the city, making sure there's a sound business environment. The governor can help that. You know, let's face it, Kathy Hochul is weak key. 
mean, she's in the Biden league of weakness as, as you, you know, so, and she's, there's not much in this. It's, it's not much reason to be in this state. If you can escape, if she gets reelected, I would say, but, uh, but you know, the biggest disappointment <clears throat> in my view is Adams. I mean, I, I just, I don't, you know, even Ray Kelly said it, you know, this isn't rocket science. You know, you could put more cops out there. You can let them be more aggressive. You know, wh- why, why? Not by he- giving 1,200 cops overtime. That, that, that's just a, a Band-Aid on a, it's a Band-Aid for cancer. Also, they give the 10,000 more cops out. If they don't give them the power to stop and search right. and frisk, they're not going to get anywhere. That too. That too. I mean, you know, it worked. Let's face it. Stop and frisk worked. Um, did it go over the line sometimes? Yeah, but that's why you have training. Try to prevent that. You don't throw them. It, it, it's like we live, the, the progressive left in this country, it's either all or nothing. One bad cop out of like millions of good ones. And they call in Minneapolis and they call for defunding the police. You know, a couple of guys maybe misuse stop and frisk. Oh, we got to end it tomorrow. I mean, this is what the type of people we're living with and who are running our, you know, big major states and cities, and it's it's getting impossible to live here. Um, you know, the business community, again, if things don't get better, they're already rumbling. They will move faster out of New York, and New York is gonna, is going to be, you know, is almost uh, New York State is almost a one a one industry state. It's finance, and but you can't pay the bills on that. Charlie, you mentioned Long-term. fracking. How helpful has that been to Pennsylvania, and how could that help in New York? Well, it's been very helpful. It's every place it's been, it's been helpful. And uh, you know, listen, look, Peter, did, you know, we're we're down here. We're in the New York area. You know, we have it pretty good down here. Long Island, Westchester, the city. I mean, it, as bad as things are with crime, our economy is a lot better than it. Do you, have, do you guys ever gone upstate New York with the economy? Oh, you like can, they don't have t- they don't have two nickels to rub together. It's really sad and depressing, and it's. You know, Andrew Cuomo, um, you know, I, I kind of I like Andrew. I've known him for a long time, but I think he made a big mistake, uh, you know, not not allowing fracking in upstate New York. Well, the really mistake he did was giving up, allowing to get, and give up those six state senators that were independent senators that kept the balance in Albany. This the, Democrat, the independent Democratic caucus, which voted yeah. with Republicans. They kept right? they kept the balance in Albany. That, that too, uh, but if you ever want to talk about markets, I'm here, guys. Uh, oh, <laughs> really? Well, we got we got three minutes left. We got three minutes left. There's rumors around, rumors that yeah. maybe that the uh, uh, the Fed will back off because a don't forget there's an election in, in 12 days or 14 or 15 days. Yeah. Well, well, will, the, will, will, will the Democratic Party shoot the Fed and tell them to take it easy? Uh, I don't they can't do it in 12 days. They got bigger problems. I mean, my sources are telling me the Republicans, uh, the RNC right now is running around telling all the major donors that the Republicans are going to going to win the Senate. Now, whether that's wishful thinking or, you know, talk in your book, they were not saying that two weeks ago, just so you know. So they must be seeing something in internal polling. I think, listen, I think this, John, the Fed is, is, is now worried about financial stability, seeing what happened in the UK when they started raising rates. And some of the other stuff that happened with fiscal policy it was it was a combination where there was essentially a run on the guilt on the on the bond. It was a massive selling of it. They are starting to like worry about that here. We don't quite have that yet. You know, we have some skittishness in the bond market, as you know. Bonds look at the ten years gone up pretty significantly over the past year. When as we're worried about inflation and other things, the problem that I think Powell has and and the Fed has is that 
you know the markets love to talk that they're not going to raise rates anymore or yes. that they may do their one and done. The problem is the average American couldn't care less because they don't have money in the market directly. They may have it through their pension fund or whatever. Well, yes, they will. In a way, they have. You know, if I have a house that I'm paying 3% interest on and I want to buy another house, I have to pay 7% interest. You know, well, I'll you never sell my house and I'll never buy another one. That's if you want to buy a house. Okay, I'm just saying that if you want to put food on your table and you're paying, you know, a hundred dollars a week and you're paying now 150, that's a real, real problem. And I think that's why the Fed will ultimately do two more rate hikes, I think, and maybe then pause in January. That's what I think. That's what a lot of people think. He's almost well, they, they better pause before they break everybody. Well, it'd be nice if we, you saw a, a six on that CPI number instead of an eight. Yep. Uh, and that's still high. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, we're in such a pickle because of what we did. And Joe Biden is as much to blame as the Fed. The spending, the stupid things. And, the borders, you know, the drugs. It's just, it's just really, he's been a horrendous president. Thank you so much, Charlie Gasparino. Thank you. One smart guy. And we'll catch up with you again real soon. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.